Okay, profit margins and watties. Now, I've done one of these videos before actually on, on profit margins and watties, but I feel that it kind of needs updating. I feel that I kind of need to elaborate a little bit more on it. Um, I know a lot of private watch individuals and people who like their watches and people who sell their watches, they're often, you know, asking about profit margins and they have each, I, I suppose each individual will have their own perception and ideas of what dealers um, make on watches. Now, there's two major differences here. There's the brand new market and there's the pre-owned market. Now, the first video I did on this subject was more about the brand new market, the, the profit margins that authorized dealers will make from their clients that walk in off the street and buy a watch out of their window. That's one area, but the area that I'm gonna talk about today is the independent pre-owned market, typical dealers that you'll come across on the internet, in the high street sometimes, people like myself who are dealing in pre-owned watches that are in excellent condition um, we've had to buy them in and we're selling them to the public so your general average um, everyday watch dealer how much do we make and how do we make it so i would imagine that a lot of you out there are thinking that uh, we've made our money through huge profit margins in the luxury watch business dealing with high-end customers with lots of money um, there's some truth to that, but I watched a very interesting video the other night, um, uh, and the gentleman speaking, um, Frederico, I think his name is, was saying that dealers will need a sort of, I think he said a 20 to 30% margin, um, in the, in the brand new market, um, 30% margin, I would agree with that's, you know, that and a bit more, it's not uncommon. Um, but from my perspective, certainly in the UK, you know, no pre-owned watch dealer that I know makes 20, 30% on the sale of a pre-owned Rolex um, or pre-owned watches in general. Um, I would say that the average margin for us guys is like five, between five and 10%. 10% is kind of, you know, what you'd really like five percent is more than norm and anything above ten percent is really kind of the holy grail of profit margins because that very very rarely happens and i'll tell you why it very rarely happens if you doubt what i'm saying i'm going to explain to you how it works and we're also going to talk about the best way to sell your watch as well today so this kind of like is entwined together if you like and uh, i hope you'll understand the point i'm trying to make so <laughs> ironically when people sell a watch when a private individual comes to me or another watch dealer to sell their watch this is the most common scenario by far in fact it covers 99.999 percent of private sellers when they approach a dealer. Um, they could be the best businessman in the world. They could be the most sensible person you'll ever meet. They could be highly educated. But when it comes to selling their watch, all of that seems to go out of the window and everything they've ever learned about business, they tend to forget whilst they're trying to sell their watch. Um, most people will completely forget that the dealer is in the watch business to make money. He's not a collector. He's not there 
to give you full retail price for your watch because otherwise he doesn't have a business. He ceases to become a watch dealer and becomes a watch collector. Um, so I don't think anyone would go to buy a new car and begrudge the dealer a profit or fail to understand that the dealer has to earn a profit. Quite why people feel that way sometimes about watch dealers, I just don't understand. You know, there's nothing to be ashamed of the fact that you earn your living from selling watches. Why would anyone be ashamed of that? Why would anyone want to hide the fact that we have to earn a profit to earn a living and to keep the business on a sustainable level? Um, so the point I'm getting at here is when you sell your watch, there are, there are basically predominantly three ways that you can do it. Um, there's the good, the bad and the ugly and I'll tell you what they are. The good is you go to a watch dealer, you agree a price, you sell your watch and you're paid on the spot. Job done. No comebacks, no bouncy checks, <laughs> no uh, issues. It's easy. It's finished. The deal is done. The second way is that you can find a friend. Now this is uh, the good. This is a very good way. If you can find a friend, someone that you trust, someone that trusts you, someone that's perhaps admired your watch from afar, um, whilst you've been in ownership of the watch, and then you can offer your watch around to your friends that will will be aware of your ownership, and you can ask them close to a fair retail price for the watch, and still look them in the eye afterwards. That's a good way of selling a watch because you're going to get a better price than you would if you sold to a dealer. Um, and you're also, your payment method is safe because it's your friend and you trust him. The flip side to that is that the only thing that you can guarantee is that if that watch ever goes wrong, it's you that your friend's going to come back to. And I've actually seen a number of friendships um, end or become very strained over the sale of pre-owned watches. Um, so kind of like whilst you may have sold your watch ultimately it's only a matter of time whether it be a year a week a month or five years before your friend ultimately does call you and say oh you know that watch i bought from you it's gone wrong and the and, and the dreaded pause follows where they're sort of hinting at what are you going to do about it so you don't exactly even when you're dealing with friends sometimes trust me you're not exactly relinquishing your responsibility on that watch forever human nature funny thing um, the third way uh, and the way that you probably get the very very best price for it is to sell it privately yourself is to become a watch dealer for the day and to sell it on eBay sell it on chrono 24 sell it via one of the watch forums um, however you choose to sell it but then comes all the horrible nasty scenarios that can come with a private sale scams um, robbery etc etc and I've done a video and I'll put a link in here up in the uh, corner I'll put a little uh, marker in um, how not to get caught by the watch fraudsters it's very important that you watch that video because when you're selling privately um, to people that you don't know there are so many pitfalls it's not for the faint hide it is for the brave and the experienced um, if you are not experienced at selling watches and dealing with the public, it is not something that I advise you go into lightly, um, at least without watching my video on how not to get caught by the watch scammers, because there's a very good chance that you'll end up with nothing.
So we go back right to the very beginning of the video and we're talking about um, how people um, don't always understand profit margins, what sort of money we make from the sale of a watch. Um, I would say that on average, we're looking at between five and 10%, depending on the price of the watch. I'm just talking very, very average here. Now here's something else that you, you, you really need to understand and it's great for all members of the watch buying public to appreciate this, to understand it, hope it helps you negotiate, etc., etc. If you don't like the information, that's fine. There's nothing in it for me. I'm just telling you the way it is. Now, we work on a scheme, certainly in the UK. Um, I know I get a lot of uh, visitors from North America and Australia, New Zealand. You know, I can't talk to you about your taxation system because I just don't know about it. Um, but certainly in the United Kingdom, we work on something called the margin scheme. And what that means is, is that when we sell something, if we make let's just use a round figure of 500 pounds if we make a 500 pound profit so if we buy a watch for 5000 pounds and we sell it for 5500 you have a base 500 pound profit margin now straight away you have to pay 20% vat on that 500 pounds so you lose 20% of that 500 pounds to vat instantly um, that is written in stone. That's gone. There's nothing we can do about that unless you choose to operate illegally And that's not something that any watch dealer I know will be prepared to do So once your 20% is taken away, then of course you have your expenses postage potentially you have your insurance and you have your income tax Which is not inconsiderate. Everyone knows that now. I haven't sat here and and literally work that out and broken every last penny down to tell you what the, the ultimate profit margin would be out of that 500 pounds but a quick guess you're looking at about 280 quid 300 pound ish there or thereabouts it's not much is it it's not much you know bearing in mind that your initial layout was 5,000 pound and you're maybe making 300 quid at the end of the day I don't think that's greedy and that's working on a 10% margin don't forget, some, sometimes it's as low as 5%. Um, and for most dealers like myself, in fact, for all dealers like myself, the margins are 5% if ish, up to 10% if you're lucky. Anything over 10% is the holy grail of profit margins. And you can consider that you've had a real good day. Um, so a lot of people tend to forget this when they call me and they say, look, Paul, you know, I've got a watch for sale. I've been looking on the internet. I've seen that they're selling for this amount of money. No, 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 no. They're not selling for that amount of money. That's what people are asking for them. And there's a big difference between what people ask for their watches and what they actually achieve. Um, and this is a very important point here. A lot of people get caught with this and you know I really hope that this information helps you become a better watch person people scour the internet quite rightly I do the same thing myself when I'm looking for prices I'm looking for comparisons I'm looking at markets the problem with the internet and so many people miss this point some of the adverts that they see are so old I was looking at some adverts on one website last night and I thought blimey that looks cheap you know this looks cheap that looks cheap and then when I look this is a four-year-old advert <laughs> now I had to dig quite deep to find out 
how long the advert had been running. But obviously the dealer had sold the watch years ago, but he never bothered to remove the ad. So the ad is still there. The reason that he probably doesn't bother to remove the ad is because it generates a lot of calls. People are ringing up and saying, I'm phoning up about the watch that you've got advertised. And then he says, oh, I'm sorry that one's sold, but I've got another one. That's how it works. Now, I never do that. When my watches are sold, they're off the internet straight away, taken down, marked as sold, end of story. There's no point in leaving three, four-year-old prices up to drag customers in. I just really can't be bothered with it. I can't be bothered to explain to someone that the, the, the £3,000 watch they're calling up about is sold four years ago and is now a four and a half, five thousand pound watch. I just don't have it in me to, to spend my day explaining that sort of nonsense to people. You, these old adverts, you have to ignore the prices. Do the same as me. I mean, always use the internet. It's the best place in the world for price comparisons, etc., etc. But don't take it as written in stone. It's not the word of God. These these prices that you see, they're prices that are being asked, not necessarily being sold for. They're prices that have expired a long time ago. Um, a lot of companies do that. Um, and the sale price can be a lot different. So when, when you're selling your watch, you have to give your dealer a break. You have to understand that he knows what's going to happen with that watch when it comes in. First of all, he's going to have to maybe clean, polish and service it. He's certainly gonna to have to warranty it. If there are any issues, once he's purchased it, it's down to him. It's not down to you. You, you are now exonerated um, from any issues that the watch has. If the dealer didn't spot them at the time of purchase, that's his problem. Um, unless, of course, the watch turned out to be stolen, that's a different matter. But in general, in general terms, if there's an issue with a watch, it's down to the dealer now to put that right. You are not gonna get a call three or four years down the line to say, oh, that watch you sold me has gone wrong. I want you to help me with it. So when you think of all the benefits of selling to a dealer, there has to be a kind of a penalty or a premium for that, that privilege, if you like, that privilege of being able to walk in and exonerate yourself, um, get an instant quick cash or bank transfer payment. There has to be uh, a, a payment, a penalty for that uh, ease of uh, easy transaction um, because the dealer is then taking on all the responsibility um, and what he's got to do is he's got to get that watch in showroom condition he's got to put it on his website and he's got to gamble on how long it takes him to sell um, your watch dealer should be transparent with you if someone brings a watch to me um, and I'm, I'm, it's probably a bad habit but I'm always using round figures but if someone brings a watch to me let's say £10,000 $10,000, whatever currency you want to talk about. They bring it to me for 10,000. I will, this is what I will say. I'll say, look, here's the deal with this watch. I'll give you 10,000 for it. I'm going to put it on my website for 11,000. That's after it's been serviced, etc., etc. Having said that, I probably won't get 11,000 for it. I'm probably going to take 10,750. So what I'm doing is, is that I'm telling my customer what I'll pay him, I'm telling my customer what I'm going to advertise it for, and I'm telling my customer approximately what I'm actually going to end up getting for it. And that's before all the expenses that I've already spoken about, the tax and the VAT, and all the rest of the gubbins that go into running a business. So what you're left there 
at the end of the day is you're left hopefully with a happy customer you've been transparent with him you know I always say to my customers look I'm not going to tell you your watch is worth one amount and then you're suddenly going to sit on my website for thousands more or exorbitant profit margins more you know the internet makes the world very transparent um, and my advice if you're going to sell your watch to a dealer and you're worried about getting ripped off because I think this is the major problem I think most people are reluctant to sell their watches to dealers because they're worried they're getting ripped off but we can put a stop to that we can end your fears if your dealer is good if your dealer is transparent the question to ask him is could you give me this information what will you give me for the watch what will you advertise it for and what do you think you'll actually sell it for so you kind of put him in an, in a corner he if he if you take in a, a watch that's worth say ten thousand um and he offers you five and you walk out the door with five and then you see the watch advertised for ten you're going to feel, feel a bit aggrieved and rightly so that's a 50 percent markup um, but if you asked him politely, say, look, I know you've got a business to run. I understand that you need to make a profit, but would you mind just explaining to me the, the three values of this watch, if you like, the trade value, the retail value, and the asking price. And those are the kind of the three. So if you sell your watch to someone for 10,000, you really don't want to see it on the internet for much more than say 12 at the most even if he's built in a, a big margin to take a big drop. Some dealers do that. They build in big margins to take big offers to make their customer feel better. I personally take the opposite route. I mark my watches up at what I need for them or very close to what I need for them. I don't see the point in playing games and making people feel better because you suddenly knocked off 10% before they even asked the question. I just, it, it, I don't really get that one it's just my own personal way psychologically sometimes it doesn't always work in my favor people do like to feel they've had a big discount um, whatever that's the dealer's choice so as I said you know there's a lot of watch waffling going on here you know I hope all of it's made sense um, if it hasn't you know let me know and I'll try and clarify any points that I, I may have missed um, the point of the video the moral of the video i suppose is look when you're selling a watch you need to be sensible you need to understand the dealer's going to make a profit if you don't get that then you need to become a professional watch dealer yourself um, and and tackle the problems and the dangers and the day-to-day -day, um, runnings of the business it's not simple it's 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 not an easy game uh, uh, and for anyone to begrudge their dealer um, their regular markup of between five and ten percent is wholly unfair at the same time turning the tables it's also wholly unfair when dealers lowball their customers with horribly low prices um, knowing full well that they're ripping their customer off that's when it's important for you to ask the question how much are you going to sell the watch for not that it's any of your business as such because that that could put a, a dealer's back up because they they could turn and say well look that's not really your business but you've got to ask it in the right way as I've already said without repeating myself you've got to say well look can you help me here I'm trying to understand the value of my watch can you tell me what you would pay me for it roughly what you would ask for it um, and then you're kind of committing them 
you're committing them, aren't you? You can't, they can't say to you, well, I'm going to sell your watch for 12,000 and then put it on their website for 15 because they're just completely going to make themselves look foolish um, and, you know, you're never going to deal with them again. So, you know, use your psychology, use a good nature, use a good sensible or professional approach that dealers will appreciate and understand and uh, hopefully, you know, as always, my videos are designed to make the watch dealing world for buyers and for sellers a better place. Thanks for watching. Right now, you can get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the brilliant iPhone XR included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and an 18-month lease. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after 16-25 month credit. Apply within two bills are canceled early. Your main balance due and limited basic after 9-30-20. Pay $32 per month per line with auto pay. Date to keep during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply.